What could you truly become capable of if you were living in greater resonance and synchronicity with your essence? If you were able to be aligning with your divine every day and creating from that energy, are you ready to explore and activate that? Let's get started aligning divine. Now, here's your host, soul and body coach, Keisha Clark. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great, big, amazing, magical, wondrous-filled world. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Aligning Divine. I'm Keisha Clark. I'm your host today and uh, pretty much every day that you're hearing this show because, you know, it's my show. <laughs> and we are here on the Inspired Choices Network, unless, of course, you are streaming us live or listening to the podcast on your favorite platform, in which case I'm so grateful for you playing with us that way as well because whenever, however, and wherever you're finding me and us and this network, I am uh, excited that you're participating in the conversation. And please know, if it's your first time here or your 101st time here, uh, we so appreciate you stopping by and coming back to play more. And I so appreciate you being a part of these conversations because you are a contribution to these conversations. They would not be happening without you, without all of us, and that's part of why I think it's just so cool that I get to play on the Inspired Choices Network. So <laughs> that's our home network, and we stream to over, I think, it's, I think we're just past 100 podcast platforms. So, you know, if you prefer Spotify, Spreaker, Luminary, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, you can do that too. How cool is that? We aim to please. We try to do it with as much ease as possible. So there you go. And <laughs> if you don't know who the heck I am, as I said, I'm Keisha Clark. I am uh, an intuitive living coach, and I do play with embodying the soul. That is the part of the work we do here, after all. And uh, I have the joy, the delight, the privilege, and the pleasure of teaching people how to savvy their intuition and let it be their superpower. Because you know what? It totally can be if you're willing to choose it. And there's just a whole lot of us right now on the planet that brought these amazing woo gifts to play with, and we didn't get an instruction manual, right? <laughs> so sometimes it could be a little frustrating. It could be a little confusing. Sometimes it can be a whole lot of frustrating, and that's where people like me come in. And what I love to do is support people through their process of either discovering their gifts and or honing them and fine-tuning them because when we learn how to use our gifts, our capacities, our abilities to our advantage, everybody wins. There you go. Okay, so what we play with in particular on this show is bringing all those gifts uh, into into play, into perspective and to pl out to play maybe I could say to discover and actually have the joy of lining up with our essence and live it every day because that's that part about bringing it into your everyday life that most of us, like I said, there was no instruction manual. And, you know, it's not like we can just, well, we can Google a lot now, <laughs> a lot more than we used to. <laughs> and sometimes it's just you want that, 
you, you need a mentor. You need an assistant. You need a facilitator. I have had some amazing teachers, facilitators, mentors, and I also have an amazing collection uh, and community that I get to play with. And that is part of how I got to where I am. So uh, I am much more of the me that I came to be today than I was even, gosh, a year ago. Holy moly. So if you'd like some of that for you, just come on over and play. You can play with us live. On uh, my sh This show airs on Wednesdays live at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, and you can play with the podcast. But if you want to play live, jump on over here to the Inspired Choices Network. It's inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Click on the word chat room in the blue bar near the top of the page, and come on in. You can pick whatever name you want to log in with. How cool is that? <laughs> <laughs> so if you need to keep it on the down low, you can totally do that. All right. Uh, you can also call in. And when you land on any page on the Inspired Choices Network, you will find the call numbers for the United States and Canada. And if you're in any other country and you have Skype, you can actually do that. So we try to make it as easy as possible for you to reach us and for us to play together because it's just more fun that way. So... Wow, what are we playing with today? <laughs> today on Aligning Divine, we're actually playing with the question, how are you meeting people's expectations? <laughs> and it could be a secondary question, are you meeting people's expectations? And what is that bringing up even as we're just asking that question because it has the word expectations in it, right? <laughs> yes. How aware are you of people's expectations of you? Hmm, you might be a little more aware than you are aware that you are. Um, and how much do you make people's expectations matter in your life? How much of your time, your energy, your vitality, your money, and your life have you spent on expectations? Yes, I am specifically asking that question on purpose. And that is what we want to play with on this week's exploration. Uh, we are playing with a different perspective, a fresh perspective, you might say, to be meeting pe people's expectations without losing yourself to them. Because I uh, raise your hand if you're in that club. Yeah, yeah, lost myself quite a few times <laughs> to those expectations. They're kind of an interesting thing, aren't they, expectations? And, um, you know, we have the one of the classical pieces of literature, Great Expectations, which <laughs> is an interesting study. But I think probably the majority of us have dealt with expectations in some way, shape, or fashion in our lives. Uh, pretty much from, oh, I don't know, the moment of our birth, <laughs> most likely. Um, if, if you might notice, just, you know, consider uh, the moment we see a brand new baby in their baby body, what happens? After it's the oh and the ah and they're so beautiful, right? What usually happens? <laughs> he looks just like his dad. He looks just like his mom. She looks just like her mom. She just looks like her grandfather. Oh, my gosh. And there we go. <laughs> And then we're off to the expectation races, basically. So how many expectations might there be in your life if you just kind of tap in and get a sense of the, if we were going to put that into some sort of ratio or proportion of your life, you, you might could say we have quite a bit of expectation going on. Yeah, so how aware are you 
<laughs> and are you aware of how aware you are of people's expectations of you? Yeah, that in itself is kind of a biggie for a lot of us. And for a lot of people, you might not have the cognitive awareness of how aware you are of other people's expectations, but you feel that intensity or that pressure. And it can be in varying degrees, depending on where you are and who you're with, right? But sometimes you notice that you you just, you're in a room or you're at a restaurant or you're in your office, you know, whatever that looks like these days. <laughs> and you might just all of the sudden, I'm putting that in air quotes, notice that you feel restless or frustrated or uh, you have this thought come in or this phrase come in about, you know, I'm doing it wrong, I'm not doing it good enough. And yes, there are many reasons that could be occurring in your world and for today's, <laughs> the sake of today's conversation, could that possibly be a part of or have something to do with how aware you are of other people's expectations of you? Hmm. We really are quite aware <laughs> of a whole lot more than what we're usually cognitive, uh, cognitively aware of or cognitively noticing and acknowledging. So let's look at the word expectations. Um, I think it's kind of interesting. I'm not, Actually, I looked up the word meet, but you know what I didn't do? I didn't look up expectations. How funny. I guess that one wanted to pop up on uh, impromptu here. So we'll just kind of, because, you know, if you don't know anything about me, one of my favorite things to do is play with these words. I We talk about living our essence, and there every word has an energy, an essence to it, and I love to play with that as a part of, our explorations. So um, I go to the online etymology dictionary. It's one of my favorite places to play. So if I look up the word expectation, which I am actually doing, um, as a noun, it says uh, it's from around the 1530s. So not, not it's not an old, old word, really. Um, it's a state or condition of waiting or awaiting with confident anticipation. Hmm. That's kind of interesting. Confident anticipation. I like that. Um, another way, another round says anticipation or an awaiting. They just kind of rearrange those words a little bit. Uh, to look out for. And uh, then in the expectations as preconceived opinions as to what will likely take place, that's a reference to the Dickens classic, Great Expectations. <laughs> so as in the sense of prospect of future good. Uh, so that's expectation. And then we went to the word meet. Because uh, I found some interesting stuff with the word meet, M-E-E-T, uh, and meeting as I was playing with this. And if you just look at the word meet as a verb, Essentially, it's talking about, it's referring to to find, find out, fall in with, encounter, come into the same place with, or to obtain. And that's some interesting stuff there. Okay, so then if you look at it as the adjective, because I'm doing that play on words today with the topic, are you meeting, <laughs> how are you meeting people's expectations? Um <clears throat> Having the right shape or size, and also it says suitable, 
having the same dimensions, and essentially it's talking about taking appropriate measure or being appropriate measure. So just let that roll around in your universe for a second. I thought it was very interesting that when we're talking about meeting, we can look at it in a number of ways. Essentially, one version of that meeting other people's expectations is we are coming into the same place with them, right? We're meeting that person. We're meeting their expectations. We're finding that. We are coming in contact with, energetically speaking, as well as physically. And then the meeting as an adjective, which is where this is the tense of it that a lot of us are experiencing, that influence of appropriate portion or appropriate size or dimension. Now, essentially what that is referring to is a shape that fits or fitting something that you're meeting, right? The energy fits. Because so, if we're putting it in energetic terms, we're going to talk about does the energy match? Does it fit? So with people's expectations, which typically are usually invisible because it's mostly energetic, yes, <laughs> we're right away, we are meeting the energy. And sometimes it's a little crunchy and sometimes it's really warm and fuzzy and sometimes it's a little awkward and sometimes it's super intense and sometimes it's hardly noticeable, right? Because it's all of these energies that are given rise to by that person's expectations, okay? And granted, this is not one-sided and we will get to that. <laughs> For all of you who want to jump ahead, go right ahead. <laughs> And all of the expectations we have about today's exploration and conversation, I wonder if we would just be willing to play with this. I personally am a big advocate of fun because fun, the energy of fun and play and joyful discovery is much more expansive. And I find that if it's if I can let something be fun for me or find how it can be fun for me, it makes a huge difference in the way that I can receive and, and retain the information. So, <laughs> chemistry class was not fun for me. Hence, I could not tell you a whole lot about the, uh, <laughs> the elemental formulas that we played with in chemistry and what makes what happen. However, if I look at it from the perspective of baking or cooking, it's a whole lot more fun for me. So while I may not be speaking in periodic elements, I get the jest of what is happening with the baking soda and the vinegar and the milk and the butter and the eggs, right? So if we can make something fun, it can be a whole lot more, um, one, fun for us to, to actually go through and experience and move through, and it can also allow us to retain that information in a way that we can use it to our advantage <laughs> and we can apply it. Uh, it might just come in handy in future applications. So expectations, um, they can give us in a bit of a pickle. Yeah. Uh, so there are different kinds of expectations and different um, 
we can different applications, I guess we could say, of expectations. Uh, it has, um, as we said, a lot to do with that appropriateness. And usually when we have an expectation, when someone has an expectation of us, um, well, you know, <laughs> the reality is we could just first look at, is it based on reality? Is it based on something real? Or is it based on something in the past or from the past? Is it based on a story? Is it based on uh, a, a fallacy of some kind? And, you know, there are so many, uh, something that amazes me is expectations can come from so many different things. Like all of these things that expectations can be based on. Let's just, let's just name a few. There's gender, ethnicity, physical appearance, your size, your shape, your color, what your hair looks like, what color your hair is, how you dress, how you speak, the pitch, the clarity, the cadence, and the tone of your voice, your accent, the shoes you wear, right? <laughs> Where you come from, the country you live in. Everything about us gives rise to expectations. And so right away, there's this sort of a minefield <laughs> to be navigating. And yet, this is what we do every day, all day long. So this is nothing about today's exploration. It's not my target to make it wrong because expectations are kind of part of the deal here. We kind of knew that when we signed up to play on the team. So that's my that's my one sort of uh, precipice there. So it can also go both ways. The expectations can be that you are amazing and will be successful and that this will be fun. And the expectations can be that you are a gooberhead and it will be horrible and they will hate you, right? And you will disappoint them. <laughs> How many of you, have you ever <clears throat> been around somebody who has expressed disappointment in you to whatever degree? <laughs> I have. Yeah, it's an interesting experience. Uh, it's not a lot of fun, and it's it's just another experience that we can create, and I have created that. So have you created that? Have you created the experience collaboratively or otherwise? <laughs> have you created having people disappointed in you? Maybe even more than once. Yep, I've done that too. <laughs> so so their expectations can go either way. This isn't all about like that it's so hard and difficult and blah blah. It's it's really we want to look at both uh ends of the spectrum, right? And so interestingly, what I also am aware of is that typically when we are meeting people, we're meeting a version of them which is usually based on expectations. Ours and theirs, right? Uh, look at a first date as an example. <laughs> um, I think that's probably one of the intense examples we could pick, right? The, look how the expectations, they're a component in the creating of the experience long before you even get to the date, long before you even arrive. Uh, so expectations are, they're kind of normal, right? I mean, as I said, from pretty much 
if not the moment we're born, at least 10 seconds after we're born, <laughs> they start. And pre- really, we could say, even in utero, you know, when a baby moves in utero, when the body's moving, what do we say? Sometimes it's often said they kick like their brother or they're going to be a soccer player or, you know, there's it, it, even preconception, we could say, expectations are already starting. I want to have a daughter. I want to have a son. I want to have a child to to carry my legacy. No expectation whatsoever in there, right? I know. <laughs> and everywhere you were that daughter or that son, you know you do have a choice to uh, relieve yourself of the weight of that legacy, do you not? <laughs> if you want to, just a thought, just a possibility, I'm going to pop into your universe. So yes, expectations are just a part of how we do what we do here. Does that mean we have to be at the effect of them? And if we could allow ourselves and empower ourselves or allow ourselves to be empowered in a way that gave us the ability to meet the expectations, because we know they're not all going to go away, right? We're not eradicating them. That is not the point of this. It's about really empowering ourselves and honing our abilities to meet them. Then what else could we create? What else could we actually experience and create? That's where I want to play more. We're going to have a little break here because I need to take a breath. (laughs) You might need to take a breath and just maybe, you know, let some of this dance around your universe a bit. And if you want to call in or come into the chat room with us, like I said, you can bring your questions onto the show either way. Uh, There's all kinds of information of how to do that right there on the page if you're on the Inspired Choices Network site. And please do. I invite you and I welcome you to come join us. Uh, So we are here on, as I said, the Inspired Choices Network uh, or wherever you're finding us around the the virtual world. Um, It's Aligning Divine. I'm Keisha Clark, and we're playing with expectations. And I have no expectation that you're here on the other side of the break, and I'd love to see you there too. So we'll be back in just a moment. (laughs) Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark for fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. 
Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now back to the show. Welcome back and forward to the next segment of today's Aligning Divine. I'm still Keisha Clark and we're still playing with the topic today of how are you meeting people's expectations. So yeah, this expectation thing is fascinating and of course we could go on way more than 55 minutes. But for today's podcast, we're really just kind of dipping our toes in to explore. Well, maybe we're doing a little more than toes, but we're exploring this expectation, interesting thing that goes on with expectation. Uh, so oh, let's look at, first I want to revisit this question. Uh, how many times and ways have you or do you or are you uh, going into trying to shift and shape yourself according to the expectations you are aware of, whether you consciously catch that or not. Yeah, there's a lot of that sort of default triggering that goes on. Because whether you want to admit it or not, you most likely read energy pretty freaking accurately. <laughs> you just might not be acknowledging it. And... You are very likely, if that's what's, if that's something that's happening, you're very likely, pretty much immediately upon meeting people and meeting their expectations, you're shifting your energies, you're reconfiguring your energies to meet the expectations, as in appropriate size and portion, to fit what energetically is being kind of imprinted in in the in the space that you're in with that person, okay? Now, is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Well, you know, we don't have to call it either. Uh, I can say it's not really a fun thing for most of us when it happens that way <laughs> because usually then the cart is before the horse and then we're chasing the kind of, you know, energetically speaking, we're kind of chasing ourselves. We're not really able to be fully present, we're not able to be like centered, and we're not really able to come from an empowered place. So how can we change that? Well, oh, yes, consider what, once again, the expectations are based on. And for a lot of people in many of the cases and much of the time, you could probably tap into that as well, which you likely already are in most cases, you get a sense of the sort of flavor, like, okay, uh, we have, at the time of this live show, around the world, there is a lot of intensity around ethnicity and or what people choose to refer to as race, racial situations. Um, you could be very aware that there are some interesting dynamics around ethnicity and different cultures. 
Um, you could also be very aware that, that it could simply be a big piece around gender. So if you are a man walking into a room of women or a woman walking into a room of men, or if you're at a an event where there's, you know, it doesn't have to be a specific ratio of men to women, just meeting the expectations based on gender alone, that's kind of a big thing for a lot of people. And I'm reminded, as I chose to incarnate female in this lifetime, I am reminded on a fairly regular basis that, yes, there are people on the planet that still have some very interesting points of view about that. And they have some very interesting points of view about what that means if we show up as a woman or as a man. <clears throat> so right there is about, oh, I don't know, a megaton of expectations <laughs> that are <laughs> that you might be fielding. Um, so, yeah, the first thing that I invite you to, to do really when you're playing with this is start letting yourself acknowledge or just notice even in the first place, um, what are you noticing about the expectations? There's always going to be an expectation or a thousand expectations or so. <clears throat> so again, it's not about eradicating them. It's about just allowing yourself to be present. And part of the way or one of the ways that we can um, hone that ability, develop that ability, and hone that ability is to be willing to notice what's going on. And for many of us that play in this arena, in the energy world, um, we notice the energy. We notice the vibe before anything else. We notice it before we walk into the room in most cases, right? You don't have to be in the same room to perceive the energy of something. So, just as I was talking, as I was referring to that first date scenario, right? We can tap into anything at any time when we're willing to have our awareness about it. And truthfully, we can be tapped into it and not be willing to have our awareness about it. It's just we can be much more productive when we're willing to have our awareness about something. So <laughs> you can experiment with that if you like. <laughs> I have found in my own case and in many cases of the, the people I work and play with that, yeah, when we're willing to be aware, it, it we have much more options, right? We can play with more of the possibilities, if, if you want to say it that way. So look at or, or just have start developing your way of letting yourself acknowledge what you notice when you are meeting people and meeting people's expectations. Um, ask just kind of you could you could have your own little format that you go through, but you could quickly get a sense of is this like what does this have to do with? Does this have to do with past? Is it a learned behavior? Uh, usually you can talk it up to, as you hear you hear me talk about, interesting point of view. They have an interesting perspective. Uh-huh. So in the example of the gender-based expectations, um, yeah, there are some women who have the perspective that men are stupid. So if you're a guy and you're walking into a room of, of a room that has some of the women in there who subscribe to that philosophy, you probably are going to be aware of it if you're willing to be aware of what is going on in the energy. Now, 
if you are approached or if you walk up to uh, to meet these women per se and somewhere in their universe is that interesting perspective of men are stupid what do you do doesn't mean they're going to call you out right away and say you're stupid probably not it it seldom shows up that honestly <laughs> because this funny thing we do also is we kind of don't want to acknowledge what our expectations are, right? So there's a few things going on simultaneously. However, back to my point, what do you do? You can choose to be aware, oh, there's some interesting perspective going on here. Huh. And you then can choose how you want to meet that expectation. Does that have to apply to you? You're not stupid. I mean, unless you just want to be. And yes, every single one of us makes ourselves stupid in some way. We do choose stupidity sometimes. But that doesn't mean that that's who you are or what you are. That's not the definition of you. And that's not the the full extent of you. So if you're willing to have your awareness that there are some interesting expectations here, and also you'll probably start to get a sense of would it be a contribution to meet that expectation as in to to match that energy of stupid in this case and let yourself be perceived as that while you are all the time still knowing that isn't you that's how someone chooses to see you because they're not willing to meet you just yet. I know I just said a lot of words. <laughs> so let's let's unpack that a little bit. So as I said earlier, when we meet people, we're typically meeting their expectations, as in we're typically coming together with their expectation, right? We're coming into the room with, we're coming into the space with, we're making some energetic connection with their expectation. Very seldom do we meet people in their authenticity. Now, that is changing, yay and hallelujah, and there's still a good bit, if you want to watch any political debate, we're going to meet, <laughs> that's a prime example, we're going to meet the expectation a good bit before we're going to actually start to see the real person. Now, expectations are indicators, and if you're willing to read that energy, it can give you great and really valuable information. And the key to that is, if you can perceive that energy without filtering it through your expectations. So this is a two-way, this this is a, a dance of a duo, right? It doesn't just go one way. It's not all about shielding yourself from their expectations or, you know, trying to thwart their expectations. Because the interesting piece about expectation is it's energy that is a vibration. It, it, any expectation has its energetic vibe, right? And what does the universe do? The universe responds <laughs> to what we are essentially asking for, which each expectation is a form of an ask. You know, we can look at that phrase, what you resist persists. Um, what you think is going to happen will happen. What you expect 
to see or experience or create, you will create. And it does not hardly ever show up the way we think it will. (laughs) So thank you, universe. (laughs) Great and wise teacher that you are. So taking this back to you're a guy walking into a, a group of people, some of which might be women who have the expectation that men are stupid. What do you do? Well, you could respond or go into reaction and try to prove you're not stupid, which is what a lot of times happens by default before you even realize what you're doing. You're saying these things, you're posturing a bit, you're, you know, whatever it is, however it's showing up. But typically what's happening in that case is you're feeling awkward, it's getting more awkward kind of in general, and essentially you're... you. In their eyes, you might just be reinforcing that expectation. Yeah, what an idiot. So, option two, <laughs> and again, this works both ways. Option two, you walk into that situation with your willingness to have your awareness intact. So, you might perceive a little bit of a ripple or an intensity in the energy that that kind of needs to shift a little bit. And you have, because you've been willing to hone your awareness, you have a sense, you perceive this flavor, if you will, of energetic something that, oh, there's a bit of resistance to my presence. There's a bit of resistance to someone who looks like me, someone who is as tall as me, someone who sounds like me, someone who wears the suit I wear, right? There's a you'll start perceiving and it it's not you don't have to literally name all of it. It's really about getting the sense of the energy. You notice when there's a shift, you notice when there's a ripple, you notice when there's a bit of a hiccup. Whatever word you want to put in there you will start to notice it. And that is the cue for you to respond and to be in your awareness. Because you can respond very differently from your awareness than you can from reaction, right? So that first scenario, it could go just, it would be spiraling downward in no time, okay? Same thing happens with women walking into a group where there could be some men who have that, uh, interesting perspective that women can't do the job as well as men or women aren't as smart as men or women are bitches so you just have to give them what they want but talk about them behind their back so there's all of these interesting things that give rise to the expectation and then we could also look at women working with women so one of the places we probably engage a lot of the expectation game is in the workplace, in our career, in our profession. And that is a place, boy, where you kind of do, it, it's, it would be really beneficial, it could be really beneficial if you could learn how to do that dance differently for you. So let's look at that a bit more in in depth <laughs> And we'll look at some of the the places and the types of expectations uh, because that's another layer of this. Sometimes, yeah, well, really all the time, you could be willing to use it all to your advantage. And 
you might find it easier in some scenarios than others. So let's play with that just a bit more as we uh, move into our next segment. Uh, let's have another breath, <laughs> another little break. <laughs> and so you are here with me, Keisha Clark. We're on Aligning Divine on the Inspired Choices Network, coming to you through whatever your favorite podcast platform is. And we'll be back in just a moment. <laughs> Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark for fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Aligning Divine Radio Show with soul and body coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now back to the show. <laughs> Did you expect to come back <laughs> or are you surprised by your choice? <laughs> Welcome to today's the last segment of today's episode of Aligning Divine. I am Keisha Clark. We are here on the Inspired Choices Network, and we're uh, also on simultaneously all these other amazing podcast platforms. So wherever, whenever, and how you're playing with us, thank you. I have no expectation of how you do that or when you do that or where you do that. <laughs> so I'm just grateful. Um, so we're talking today about uh, how are you meeting people's expectations. And we were, just before the break, in case you're just joining the live show, we were just really getting into some of the layers of um, being in the space with people who have, you know, when you are aware of their expectations and the things you can become aware of. And again, it's not about this is not psychoanalysis, okay? This is not like you're supposed to be able to identify what that expectation is and at what age it was developed and, you know, that is not our job. <laughs> our our job is to have our own awareness, if we so choose it, and allow that to work for us, first and foremost, okay? That's our job. That's really the extent of it. So, when it comes to expectations, however, it can make it a little tricky. And yet, expectations are a big part of how we play the game we play here on this Planet Earth Playground. So, do we have to just be at the effect of them? I say no. We don't have to. So, some of the arenas, some of the different, um, hmm, I guess, areas of life or parts of our life, we could say, uh, where we would encounter these interesting expectations could be our family of origin, or like whatever that is, the family that raised us, the, fam the people we grew up with, right? Uh, we can also have expectations in our workplace, which we were doing some, playing with some examples before the break. Um, in your workplace, in your career, your work environment, because obviously that's looking a little different these days. And yet, we're still doing this virtual thing. So, can you perceive the energy 
across the superhighway? Absolutely. And then we also have, and this is you know some of the favorite ones for people, this expectation in relationship. Expectations of your lover or your partner, your playmate, right? Uh, those can be pretty sticky as well. Um, so responding is a big part of this. Being able to respond and not go into reaction. That's another step in this process. And if you are willing to play with your awareness, you're going to be able to shift from reacting into responding with more ease. Uh, really, I would put it, here's how I would say it. If you're not willing to have your awareness, you will more likely be in reaction than you will able to respond. So I'm a big proponent of responding, <laughs> obviously. You can probably tell. Um, because we can create something so different. And we, I mean, it, by the nature of that energy, we're creating something very different when we're responding versus when we're reacting. When we're reacting, we get defensive. We go into this weird, awkward, very uncomfortable experience, usually, <clears throat> however that shows up, right? Uh, an argument, uh, a, you know, a breaking down of communication, basically. And if you're in the workplace and this is happening, that doesn't really bode well because that can cost you, quote-unquote, cost you your job, right? So the key in my in the way I'm playing with this today, um, one of the big pieces is this doing what you need to do to get out of the resistance to the expectations so that this default triggering is eliminated or dynamically reduced, okay? I don't expect it to be eliminated in a day or even a week or even a month, maybe even a year. However, it can be reducing. The more you are willing to play with how can I be present and meet people's expectations and not lose myself to them? That's a question you could just start playing with if you wanted to. And let that just, you know, write it on a, I don't know, write it on a card, write it on a sticky note, and put it somewhere in your be in your space. Like, uh, gentlemen, you could put it in your wallet somewhere. Ladies, you know, in your handbag, in one of your, well, I know probably a lot of you do electronic devices, but if you still have a date, planner, calendar, you know, a hard copy, put it in there somewhere. Put it somewhere that it's in your energy so you can start playing with implementing it as a tool. Because you are setting an energetic tone when you're asking that question. And what does the universe do when we ask questions? It responds, okay? You're also shifting your expectations. So a question I also have for you is, are you aware and are you, and or, are you willing to be aware of your expectations? And firstly, are you, are you even noticing, have you ever even considered what your expectations are of you? Because that's one layer that we can play with. And quite simply, it's about vibrational match, if you want to go to the energy of it. And what that is, is if you have these 
impossible expectations of yourself, it's highly likely and most probably that you are going to be drawing into your world people who will expect outrageously ridiculous things of you. So right there is this beautiful collaboration of setting yourself up not to succeed. Yeah? Brilliant creation and... Could you be maybe putting a bit more of your time and energy into something that was more fun for you? I see a good possibility there. So that could be a place you want to start. What do you expect of you? And when you're willing to shift that and start giving yourself some more space, guess what? The universe can actually bring you people who would be much more willing to play with you in a way that's more fun, who would be much less likely to expect impossible things from you. So really, that's a way we can kind of bypass. Do we have to address workplace relationship? Do we have to like address a specific category? Hmm, yes, we can totally do that. And we can also go to the, the tap route. What are you expecting of you? And I will, I will just let you know, most likely you're going to discover as you start to play with this that you have expectations that you haven't even noticed you have of yourself. And there's a really good chance that those expectations were something you picked up from someone else. Oh, you mean we do that? <laughs> right? Because remember how aware you are, right? So if you're, I don't know, your mom, your dad, your aunt, your grandma, your great-grandfather, if they were in the habit of having all of these wacky expectations of themselves, have you taken some of that on? Is that just something you learned? And some people play more play better with that than others because for some people that's kind of like a challenge and it can be fun, but for other people it will drive them insane. So what is more fun for you? Driving yourself insane? or providing a fun challenge for yourself. If it's not a fun challenge for yourself, I would invite you to start shifting the expectation. So you can ask, huh, where does this even come from? And is it even mine? Like, do I really want that thing that I'm expecting of me? If it's a, if it's a no, I enthusiastically, waving my pom-poms, encourage you to drop it like it's hot potato. <laughs> like it's hot mashed potatoes. <laughs> Just drop it. Let it go because it's not really helping you get what you do want or get to where you do want to go. Do you see that? This is When we put this into the energetics, guys, it does not have to be hard or difficult or require great effort to shift. It can be as easy as, oh, look what I was doing. Huh, do I want to do that anymore? Not really. Okay. I can absolutely not do that part. Now, if you run into parts that are more complicated, like expectations for success, because that's a nice big general thing that we get ourselves into hot water with, what does success mean? This is just one of the examples, right? What is a successful career? What is a successful relationship? What is a, success, a successful parental relationship? And of course, all of that is changing as we speak. Because we are in a time when collectively there is a 
dynamic shift that we are being invited to and called to. So expectations are a way that we have, for so many of our collective years, we've learned to use them really against ourselves. And what I would like to just open the door to you today for is to see expectations not as something that are horrible and awful and set you up to fail, because yes, that can be true. However, what if they can be information for you, just like everything else? So using your capacities and your abilities, all of you intuitives, you empaths, you energy people, you woo people, and all of you who have that in you and you haven't even acknowledged it yet, what if you can actually be using this to your advantage? You can totally meet people's expectations because you can actually be the energy required when it's required if it works for you and you can actually exceed their expectations. You might even learn to let people exceed your expectations of them. And you might even meet expectations that people didn't even know they had. And that, my friends, is part of how we totally change what we do and how we do what we do here on this Planet Earth Playground. Yeah. We tap in to what we brought and we learn how to play with it in a way that it works for us. Because as I said, when we're finding that for ourselves, we are changing everything in our world and we are creating ripples in the entire universe. We are creating the way for change to be even more ease and show up even greater. And what if we started with expectations? <laughs> are we willing to meet our own expectations? And if we meet them, as we meet them, then are we willing to meet other people's expectations? And are we willing to know the ones that are BS? And are we willing to take the information that actually can contribute to us and shift and change something? Can we let it be a little bit of a, oh, I need to adjust this. Oh, I could do this different here. Everything is information, my friends. So that's my invitation to you this week. What if you played with meeting expectations in a whole new way that could create a whole lot more fun for you? And in the meantime, uh, we'll be back next week. So have a great week playing with meeting expectations. Thank you for listening to Aligning Divine Radio Show. Keisha Clark has more to share next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. And for now, she is cheering you on to create an awesome week of lining up with your essence.